More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This ain't Texas. You got to tune in and stream and watch Tony out live because I'm doing my line dance. Am I, am I getting it? <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, 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 hey, oh, oh. <laughs> now, I want to put a disclaimer out here, y'all. I want to put a disclaimer out here. I was born and raised in southern Indiana because I know there's a lot of black folks that are listening. And now I do live in Texas. And, you know. Oh, yeah, this your genre down there. So it, I have never seen as many black people wearing cowboy hats and cowgirl hats, cowgirl and cowboy boots. I did go buy a pair of green and brown cowboy or cowgirl boots. Mm. I've still got to get a hat because they don't play. Like, have, y'all have seen how Beyonce is wearing these cowgirl hats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't play. It has to fit your head perfectly. You right, can't just, right. like, go into a quick trip. <laughs> or you can't just go into a quick trip and, well, you know they have quick trip. In Texas, Do but it? it's spelled Q U I K trip. We're here, it's spelled in Wisconsin. K. See, uh huh. But yeah, in Texas, you can't go into a quick trip and buy a cow. You got to have it's got to be, mm. it's very serious. So if you haven't heard, Beyonce has become the first black woman to top the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart. She has released two singles, which one of them, which we just played, Texas Hold'em, it debuted at number one on the Billboard charts. Pretty much on every chart. Now, the song After that station wouldn't play it. And Mm -hmm. see, that's what... Black folks are listening. Like I said, just like what Tony just said. No weapon formed against us. There will be weapons... But they ain't prospering because just like Tony said, they, you know, you had radio stations that refused to play it. And we all know why. We don't play Beyonce here. Yeah. She's, we'll play her here. You don't play country music? But you see, numbers don't lie. Mm -hmm. Now, the song was released on February 11th. And the song achieved the number one slot after just four days. It has streamed over 19.2 million times. Just This is just in the U.S., y'all. I mean, country music is pretty I much streamed it a couple music. times. And it's been downloaded 32,000 times. So, again, she released another single, which is a country song, 16 Carriages, and announced that her debut country album, Renaissance 2, is going to be released on March 29th. Mm. Y'all... When I tell you this is black future in the making, this is black future. I don't even like saying history for a variety of reasons. But we're about to see black culture take on a whole new vibe. You're going to see not just in Texas, not just in Arkansas. You're going to see black folks all across the world wearing cowgirl, cowboy hats, line dancing, because if you want to see black folks like line dance, I already, I already saw it. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> you went to a wedding? I already seen it. I went to a wedding. My friend had a wedding, and her husband was from Texas. This is the first time. This was years ago. First time I ever seen it in my life. Now, I got family in Dallas, but 
I've never seen this. They played some, they were playing regular wedding music, you know, the the standard stuff that you would go to at a wedding. And suddenly they got into a country kick. The The first song they played, man, the groom, who I didn't know, it was, it was uh, I knew the bride, mm-hmm. but her husband and his family is from, from Texas. The, they played a country song, the first one they played of the night. DT, I swear, it was like 10 brothers came out, ran ding, 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 on the floor. Ding, 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 it, was like, it was like when Biggie used to come on in the club. You're like, oh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Man, they ran out there. They That's started doing Texas. them line dances. I was like, what are these dudes doing? By the way, the line dancing, it's not a game. Oh, line, it's, it's, it's not it's a game. Out, it's intricate and it's out of control. I'd be like, and they got like 50 of them. Black folks? All that electric sliding, man! They got you beat. It's, it's about it's about to be a whole different level when Renaissance Two comes out because Black folks are going to be now learning all the line dances. Because that man, I'm telling you right now, just based on what I've experienced, every bar, every pub, maybe not a pub, it's more Irish, but every bar in Texas right now, this song is being played. Hey, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I went to a, a, a predominantly white high school. As a matter of fact, when we, when I my freshman year at Tulsa, mm-hmm. uh, me and my sister were probably only like a handful of the, only, the black kids at the school, mm-hmm. and none of them white dudes could, kids could dance. None of them. Man, these country people they can dance. What? I was like, huh? they, no, that's where the rhythm really yes. is, is demonstrated. I was like, Whoa, what's going on here? Now this is interesting, Tony. Do you remember the movie The Five Heartbeats? Oh, come on. Truth Nation, y'all remember the movie Five Heartbeats? Y'all a singing group. Why don't y'all, Why don't sing, y'all sing something? I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even a funny scene. So, that was not. if there, you remember when there was a point where they were on tour and they had to make a pit stop? Mm-hmm. And one of Big Red's employees, which he strategically selected a white man to come and deliver this news right. that, hey, you guys want to see the album cover? Now, if you haven't seen no, the no, movie, no, 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 don't get upset right away. Just, just wait. <laughs> Let me explain. Big friends got big plans, and see, that's the problem. Like that's how black people have been conditioned to like when when a white person, because Big Red, if he would have said it, he knew the reception would have been. Right, right, right. So he sent a white guy to to deliver this news that basically the five heartbeats was people say Robert Townsend made it about the Temptation story. Right, right. And the five heartbeats were a group of five black men. And they were becoming very successful in their music career. And they were what they consider, you know. Can't nobody R- sang like Eddie King. Can't nobody sing like Eddie King Jr. Robbie uh, <laughs> R&B. <laughs> so there's a scene where one of Big Reds, who was the record label owner, black guy, sends a white guy from his team to tell these five black men, talented black men, whose, whose songs are being played all over the radio, that you cannot be on the album cover. We want to cross over. And what amazes me is that in order to be successful, especially during that time frame, you had to cross over. And you could not look like a black person. That's why when you look at old footage, you see, you know, the, we, we had to perm our hair and make it look European and straight and relaxed mm-hmm. to make people feel comfortable, right? Fast forward, you've got Beyonce, who's now entering the country music genre and is killing it and you got radio stations we have the audacity to say we're not playing any beyonce we don't play beyonce and it's like oh but it was okay 
for you know in the 60s and 70s and even in the 50s to come into our genre and then even tell the people that were performing they don't want to see you little richard i don't know if you know the, the story about tutti frutti the song tutti that he wrote. oh rudy pat boone see i'm i'm taking i know some of my listeners the, listen, the listeners are like pat who so pat boone re-recorded that and it became a platinum record mm-hmm because they were like, it's going to be more acceptable to come out of Pat Boone's mouth than than you, Little Richard. So I love how this this new entrance into the country music industry. You have the most recognized artist, Beyonce, in the world, who is now entering an industry of music that has traditionally not supported black artists. Right. This was very strategic on Beyonce's part for a variety of reasons. One, it, it was untouched. Now she's the first black female, though. Yeah, I know a lot of black uh, female. A few black male artists and in she's, country. She's also so she's the first black female to have a number one country song and number one uh, pop song at the same time. How many uh, female black artists have even been in the well? One the of country our country genre. One of our listeners sent. Let's see. Dan. Dan says Willie Jones was a black country artist. Mm-hmm. And Zyde- Zydeco, let me know if I'm... Never oh, heard of that. Zydeco is a genre of music which is both black and country music. Oh. Okay, okay so if y'all, you know, Zydeco, Zydeco. Now, let me go back to this blatant racism. Because I want you... <laughs> I want to say this radio station on the air so that if anybody knows or is from or is going to recently visit, KYKC is a country radio station in Oklahoma, and they initially refused to play the song, issuing a curt reply to a fan that, quote, we do not play Beyonce on KYKC as we are a country music station. And so this fan basically accused the station of blatant racism and discrimination, which, again, is exactly what we're saying. We have not been welcomed or received. I remember when mm-hmm. Beyonce performed the Country Music Awards with the Dixie Chicks. A lot of, lot of country music fans was like, <sighs> because, again, what's she doing here? It, it is it is all about control and power. Because you already know the weight that Beyonce has. The impact, the weight, the influence. So anyway, the station apparently uh, claiming that oh, it was I'm not. I'm sorry. Where's their apology? I know they issued one. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. They, so they quickly backtrack, apologize, and claim that, oh, well, we weren't aware that Beyonce had just released two country songs. Liar! <laughs> How are you not You're aware? You're a music radio station. <laughs> music radio station. That's like Tony, There's you and no I stand here at the truth. Well, we didn't know that President uh, Donald Trump was running for re-election. Liar! We initially refused to play it in the same manner if someone requested us to play the Rolling Stones on our country station, said the KYKC general manager, Roger Harris. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for all the people that may have a problem with Beyonce killing the country music game, Kim, I see you. We're going to take you here in two seconds. Beyonce grew up in Texas! She like she her mom talks about that part the, the 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 experience of country music as part of their upbringing culture. You know, they have the big rodeo. Mm-hmm. So, hey, listen, I got I got three brothers. They're they like country. 
That's what if it is in Texas. If you're black and you were born and raised in Texas or live in Texas, yeah. you really don't have a choice. Good yeah. morning, Kim. You were live with DT and Telly and Tony Smith on the Best Morning Show. What is your question or comment? Good morning, Tony and Denise. Morning. I don't know why people think that black people are not rooted in country music. I grew up listening to Patsy Cline. Kenny Rogers, Willie Nelson. Crazy. And there are some. I'm crazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know My those up, some. love her some country music. Yes. <laughs> and from going down south when I was young, that banjo music, they were listening to that. They were listening to that harmonica music. And one thing that I heard over the weekend was uh, the guy from Duke's, Dukes of Hazard. I think his name is John Schneider. He said something mm-hmm. about Beyonce. Every dog has to mark mm-hmm. every tree. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Um, first of all, oh, you didn't know that no. we were the ones that helped them create this country music they're talking about. Black people were playing the banjo. White people just took it to a different level. So, and then there are a bunch of female artists right now who are changing the game beyond besides Beyonce. There's a girl called Rena Roberts. She has some bangers. Oh, really? (laughs) But yeah, there's a few, there's a lot of young black country artists now who are coming out and who are like, I lived in the country. I live in the country. I live in the South. This is music. So you you wake up to that's your alarm clock sound, Kim? (laughs) I love it. Kim, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate you. Now, Kim brings up a good point. I want to just, for those that don't know John Schneider, hey, uh, do me a favor, Ben. Cue up, I know Ben's going to be like, what? Cue up the Dukes of Hazzard theme song. Now, listen, that was the jam. (laughs) Just the good old boys. Barely making it. So John Schneider... I know a lot of the young folks in part of the Beep Bayhive, they're like, who is this white guy talking bad about Beyonce? So first of all, <laughs> John Snyder was a co-star on a very popular long-running show known as the Dukes of Hazard. If you've heard of Daisy Dukes, that's where it came from. And you have. This was a <laughs> this was a family <laughs> known as the Dukes that lived in Hazard County. They drove up, what was that car? Was it a Dodge Charger? With the uh, number of yeah, four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a big little, deal in the 80s. Little stripes. They were a big deal. This show was a big deal. John Schneider was a big deal. He was what we call a sex symbol. Now, what I found, here we go. A good old boy. Come on. Hey. <laughs> no harm. I love how people are probably just tuning in. They're like, hey, man. You never saw the country music takeover on Truth Be Told. This is for you, Kim. My part is making for you, new- Kim. <laughs> for you, Kim. Kim over there tapping her foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, black folks, y'all might as well get used to this. Because when Renaissance, look, you got one month. Because when Renaissance 2 comes out, the only way we know how. Hey! Let's just a little bit more in the law will allow. All right. That was Dukes of Hazard. So, John Snyder. It's hilarious. <laughs> Basically, as Kim was sharing, made this uh, very negative comment about Beyonce entering the, the music, country music genre, saying that every dog has to mark every territory. Mm. Really? Okay. So, wow. John Schneider, can I just remind you that you benefited from black folks because uh, in, what was it? Rude. I think, 
I don't know how long this show ran, but there was a very popular show, Tyler Perry show called The Have and the Have Nots. And John Schneider was one of the, the stars of this black show. Mm-hmm. He even had a black, black lover, black female lover. And, you know, it just amazes me. It's like, I don't know what your intention was when you made that comment. But to refer to a woman, see, this is, again, being black in America, woman, black woman, to refer to a black woman as a as a dog. Talking about marking every tree, it was just a very, very distasteful, insensitive choice of words. I don't know what his intentions were. I, I hope that he issues a formal apology because that's just not acceptable. So Oklahoma and John Schneider, you can kick rocks with open toed shoes for all that y'all been doing. But guess what? No weapon. <laughs> open toed shoes. Yeah, kick them with open toed shoes. Kick with some sandals on. Please. But yeah, Beyonce, shout out to Beyonce. And there's going to be a special edition of Essence Magazine that's coming out featuring some very, very exclusive and beautiful shots of Beyonce. Now, in local news, Milwaukee Area Technical College. I love this is offering tax help for anyone with a family income of $66,000 or less. So MATC, again, that's Milwaukee Area Technical College here in Milwaukee, obviously. Their faculty, staff, and even community members, so that means us, with a family income of $66,000 or less can have their federal and state income tax returns and homestead credit forms prepared, processed, and electronically filed free of charge. I'm going to say that again because I know this this is a very overwhelming time for us. And sometimes you said free when you don't know what you don't know and you just need Hold some on. support. Shout out to MATC because they have accounting students, which I love this because the students are not only learning about accounting, but they actually been able to practice it. So MATC accounting students and other volunteers are going to be for free of charge, y'all. Free 99. Because I get it. It's my favorite number. Man, we got a lot going on, y'all. So tax season for many of us, it could be stressful. It could be overwhelming. It could be, I just, I can't do it. And so what I don't want us to do, black folks, is not file our taxes. Please file your taxes because the IRS, they come for us first. (laughs) You know I ain't scared. (laughs) I am. Okay, I don't fear a lot, but that entity, definitely the Internal Revenue Service, I don't want no trouble with them. So, yes, if you need support filing your taxes and you have a family income of sixty six thousand dollars or less, MATC will prepare, process and electronically file your taxes for 2023 free of charge. Mm. So what you could do is call four one four two nine seven. 8417, or you can email VITA at matc.edu. Now, keep in mind, this service is offered, and I love this, through an IRS certified volunteer income tax assistance program, which is known as VITA. So you're going to email VITA, VITA at matc.edu, or call 414 297 8417 and get that. Free, free, y'all, free 99, tax forms prepared, processed, and electronically filed free of charge. I'm so happy to report this. That's just, that's great. Because I know that was one of the things that used to keep me 
stressed out in the beginning of the year. Cause Come if, see me, IRS. Yeah, bring your checkbook. <laughs> even if you even if you know you're getting a refund, it's just the process. It's like, where do I go? Where do I start? And then I may not have, because you know, some of these tax preparing, uh, tax filing preparing companies, I'm not going to say their names. They, they know you're getting a good refund. So what they would do is they'd say, hey, we'll give you an advance and then we'll tax the you know what out of right, it. Right, right, right. See, that's systemic racism. Take, taking advantage. That's systemic racism. Well, you know a certain group of people need, need that, that money. money. We said the same time. Well, need that. that money. And you're going to punish them with this ridiculous. So MATC, shout to y'all. Love y'all. Holla at MATC for your tax preparing in for 2023. When we come back from break, speaking of uh, assistance, America, you continue to remind us how you feel. There's a $355 million fundraiser going on right now on GoFundMe for someone who is running for president. Stay tuned. We're going to learn more about this. And how are you feeling about this, Truth Nation? 833-212-1017 is our Truth Talk and text line. We will be back. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all know me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all know me. Back then they Truth Nation, we are so proud to be celebrating Black History Month with the Milwaukee Bucks for their HBCU Night game on Tuesday, February 27th. Make sure you tune in to the award-winning 101.7 The Truth from noon to 6 p.m. as our Truth family will be broadcasting live from the Pottawatomie Club at the Pfizer Forum. You're going to hear Melanie Ricks, Tori Lowe, and Dr. Ken Harris bringing you all your favorite content live. From the Milwaukee Bucks HBCU Night Celebration Game. So again, tune in to our special remote broadcast live from the Potawatomi Club at the Pfizer Forum from noon to 6 p.m. on Tuesday, February 27th, Milwaukee Black Talk. You know what? I love black people. I love being black. I love black people because we've been talking about Beyonce's recent record-breaking single, Texas Hold'em. So she is now the officially the first black female artist to have a number one song on both the country music chart as well as the pop music chart at the same time. And we've been talking about, you know, just the evolution of country music in our community, how we've been received, how we've been rejected. A lot of black folks calling in and texting, uh, especially those that probably have had very early exposure to country music and may have even been raised on like our, Mm -hmm. our valued listener, Kim. And so on the truth talking text line, uh, people are sending in pictures. So we've got uh, Kane Brown, black black man who's a uh, oh he he looked kind of yeah, but he kind of fine. I don't know I don't know him. <laughs> oh, you just had to look look him up. Never. Yeah, well, no. One of our listeners sent a picture of him. Okay, Kane Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who is this. And it's oh, so this is like thank y'all for taking me to Black History. The caller says Linda Martell was a very successful Black country music. Oh, okay, but you remember? Do you no, remember that? I, do I don't not. either. From the seventies. Um, Dan says the blues invented country music and its format, and we know the blues yep. where that came from. Yep. Oh, D'Angelo's advocate says Kane Brown is a young black country artist who got slack from black stations for doing R and B songs. What you know? What music is universal. It, it's God. it's like come on. Why are people worried about who's, who's doing it? Yeah, if it's, it's good, like, it's good. Say it for the people in the back again, Tony. Please. If it's good, it's good. Period. 
I don't care who did it. Dan also says Jimmy Allen became becomes second black performer to win CMA Awards New Artist of the Year. Oh, that's right. Tracy, uh, Tracy, Tracy Chapman, after 35 years later of Fast Car, mm-hmm. she received a CMA Award as well. So, I mean, we're not new to this. We just may not be that true to it. Right, I'm just right, saying. Right. But Beyonce, she's going to make sure that we get some representation. Um, y'all... When I wonder, being from Texas, if this it was on her radar like a long time ago, it's it was very strategic. Yeah, like okay. I, the whole think about it, she she let us know from her visuals, like the Renaissance, the first you know the Renaissance album. Yep. she's literally on a metallic silver horse with big cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Yep, I mean, like I said, I knew I knew she's from Texas. So you, Beyonce, boy, she's a gotta, genius. You, you got it. You, you got to have a little country in you down there. Just what it is. She's letting you know we got a whole lot of country. She's a genius. Clearly. That's a genius move. Like, she's like, oh, I was letting y'all know I was coming. She's just bringing in a whole new audience over there. Love it. All right, let's get into this. Tony, your favorite person? Mm. Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. My guy. For- My dude. <laughs> Former President Donald Trump, if you have not already heard, was just ordered to pay $355 million in his New York fraud case. So this now brings the tally this year to nearly half a billion dollars in civil He's a billionaire, though. Damages. He's got it. He got it. It ain't tricking if you got it. So last Friday, (laughs) Tony, you're so silly, (laughs) a New York judge handed former President Donald Trump a $355 million penalty and banned him from serving in any. Now, listen to this, y'all. Banned him from serving in any leadership position in any business in New York for three years for fraudulently inflating his net worth to lenders in order to receive more favorable loan agreements. Now, in January, a Manhattan jury ordered Trump to pay the writer E. Jean Carroll $83.3 million for defaming her after she accused him of raping her. These two lawsuits combined are worth more than the amount of cash that Trump claims to have on hand. And it is potentially putting him in a financial bind as he also faces debt repayments and continuous mounting legal fees. Well... America has spoken. America has some of spoken. America. Some of America. <laughs> I had to, yeah, because Trump is suddenly in need of a lot of cash. And for some reason, Tony, some Americans think that that's everyone's problem. Mm-hmm. If you came to me, you was like, Denise, I owe the, the, the government $355 million. I'm going to be like, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> Let's pray right now. Let's go to church. Come here. Come on. (laughs) Give me a hand. Give me a hand. (laughs) Father God, in the name of your own. But America, some Americans are like, we don't care that you lied. We don't care that you stole money. We don't care that you did something illegal. We don't care that you did something illegal. We're going to help you. How much you need? GoFundMe has declared a decision because there is already a GoFundMe campaign mm-hmm. in order to raise enough money to help former President Donald Trump with his sudden cash needs. People have been 
asking GoFundMe to not allow this. And and people are actually, I don't really use GoFundMe for a variety of just moral beliefs. But anyway, they're calling for a boycott. Some Americans, to your they're, point. They're, yeah, some Americans are trying to get it. They want GoFundMe to take it down. Yeah, and if they don't, then they're saying boycott right. GoFundMe. Well, there are others, to your point, that see otherwise. And they're not taking it down. GoFundMe, I to let y'all know. Well, I mean, GoFundMe is a for-profit business. Right. So there's got to be some type of financial gain. For yeah, every, trans- every <laughs> transaction, they're making money. Yeah, you know, so it's like they're a for-profit business. Like, we'll fund anything. I don't care. Now, this controversial fundraiser has, again, emerged following Judge Arthur Orgeron, excuse me, Engeron's ruling last Friday in the New York fraud trial. The campaign was organized by Alina Cardone, who is a businesswoman and wife of Grant Cardone, who's a real estate tycoon and author. Are you ready for this? They've already raised 600 now, this this was as let me check the date and timestamp of this news here, because I'm really interested to see how quickly they've raised this amount of money. So the, oh, what? see how the devil is. Mm. I didn't lost the story. Oh, here we go. So this was as of do, 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 do. Oh, February 21st, three. That's today. No. 20, oh, 20, OK. No, that's not updated today. February 21st. Yeah, that's today. Okay, so this is this is this is good news. This is this is most recent news, I should say, not good news, most recent. So according to this article, the campaign organized by Alina Cardone, again, a businesswoman and wife of Grant Cardone, who's a real estate tycoon and author, mm-hmm. has officially raised six hundred and fifty eight thousand dollars and five hundred excuse me, six hundred and fifty eight thousand five hundred ninety seven dollars on GoFundMe. GoFundMe not made bank off of that. For former President Donald Trump. And as Tony and I were saying offline, they're probably going to raise, so what does he need? $355 million? They're going to raise half a billion. Just just to be like, just in case you want to act a fool again, we're going to give him an extra $150 million. Watch. What should I tell you? Yeah, hey. um, You know, I can look at it two ways. One, like, hey, you do whatever you want to do with your money. It's your money. Uh, the other thing is like less money in the hands of idiots is better. Mm-hmm. You give up y'all money, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep giving y'all money away to whatever. You give it to Trump, give it to whoever y'all. Just give y'all money away so y'all don't have money. Like if you give it away for that, you don't need money. So, well, I think it's just again as we were talking about earlier, how do we qualify leadership in this country? Because. $355 million fraud case where he can't even serve in a leadership position. Again, I ask if that would have been Barack Obama. It would have been game over. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Al, I got an idea. We see DT, you. I'm going to share it with you on, uh, on the break. Okay. When we come back, we're going to take our callers. We've got some callers on the line. The Truth Talk and Text Line is 833-212-1017. We're talking about former President Donald Trump. He owes $355 million. And folks already on GoFundMe are saying, we got you, President Trump. More to come. We'll be back. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Good morning. 
right, y'all. Let's just get straight to it. Al from Sherman Park. We're going to take your call now. Before we get into Al's question or comment, just want to reset. We've been talking about President Trump. Uh, he's he's in some financial <laughs> trouble as judges in New York. He ain't in trouble. You got to go fund me. He's got a cash cow coming. Basically said that he got to pay $355 million in civil damages. And there's a GoFundMe campaign to fundraise. You got some more coming to Eugene. The $355 million to help President Trump. Uh, I, I, I don't know too many people. Eugene getting paid first. Helping billionaires. But hey, Al, good morning. Al from Sherman Park. You are live with DT and Tony Smith on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What's your question or comment? Good morning. I'm just going to label myself your favorite Trump supporter. Okay. Um, uh, you have to remember when, what was it, the late 90s or late 80s, and Trump had a billion dollars in debt and he was facing um, bankruptcy. And I said to myself, oh, my God, I'd be crumpled over on the floor in fetal position if I owed a billion dollars and couldn't pay it. Um, someone's going to loan Trump the money. Um, the case is going to go to the Supreme Court because what you can't have is you can't have the government singling out one person for persecution. That just violates the Equal Protection Clause. Okay. Even if you hate, if, if it's the person you hate the most, you can't do that. Now, you and I have common sense. You know when you go for a bank mortgage and they they examine what? they got to get three comps, how many months of paperwork you got to turn in before they close, and then they're only going to give you, say, your building is worth half of what you said <laughs> it was. So, Al, the, Al that's, that's you and I, Al. That's not Donald Trump. That You and I have to go through that. Donald Trump does not. Well, no. No, no he doesn't. Going to, no, no. No, he doesn't. Put at, I know what you think about the banking industry. I know what you think about it, but you're not a one percenter. So you don't deal with the same things that they deal with when you go to the bank. I'm just going to let you know that. Okay, so no bank or insurance company is going to risk more than your building is worth. Okay. Right? They got to I got to interject. I got to ask you this because we're kind of going down a rabbit hole. Let me ask you this, Al, from Sherman Park. I know we got another Al. Al, we're, we're coming. A jury. Okay, this is this is how the, the country's judicial system is supposed to work. However, you feel about Trump. However, Tony feels about Trump. A Manhattan jury, Al from Sherman Park, has ordered Trump to pay a writer for defaming her character. Another judge has found him liable based on inflating. His income, both of which are illegal. Uh, 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 uh. So what I'm asking you is, you're a supporter, I get it. Based on the fact that this man has been found guilty of these civil cases, does he deserve or does he qualify? Because these are very serious liabilities that he's been found guilty by judges, not opinions, by judges who know the law and um, if they did anything to compromise, the credibility of the law could be disbarred or removed from the bench. So based on the, re- the facts, why, why would we want somebody like that to run this country? Please just answer that question. Denise, I'm going to say it like this. Okay. There are biased regions in the world. If I were to put you on trial in all of your Western clothing in a court in Iran, 
do you think they would find you guilty of, uh, how can I say, being a wayward woman? I can ask answer that question when you answer mine first. I ask you a question first. So I would appreciate no, if you because, answer my question and okay, then we'll go so, to mine. So, yes, you give him a chance because you know he's in front of a biased jury or region or a jurisdiction. That's why you give him a chance. What? Okay. All right. Hey, that was your response. I got to respect it. I don't agree. Well, uh, and, and, but and, uh, with, I got to respect it. With that it. reasoning, he, can, he couldn't go in front of any court then. Okay. Well, Al, let Stop me ask you stuff. this. <laughs> Do you think if the tables were, if you think if this had been the same type of, speaking of bias, do, would you have supported President Obama if he had these types of charges and and been found guilty of fraud and defaming somebody else's character? Would you have voted for him? Did he hang up? We lost he him. He gone. He gone. Okay. Al, good morning. You are live with DT and Tony Smith on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What is your question or comment? My comment is he's white, and due to history, they get to do what they want, and for every law, there's a loophole. <laughs> we got to remember that. Also, I would say if you really want to uh, you want to take a stand against anything with this, all you got to do is give Master his Bible and his God back, and then they will know who they effing with. But if you're not willing to do that, we'll be talking about this next year. Put the crack in the foundation and move forward. Thank he's you. He's white. <laughs> Thank you so much, Al. We always appreciate your perspective. I wonder why Al from Sherman Park, did you did you cut him off better? He just hung up. Oh, you cut him no, off? No, I cut him off. Okay. All right. Well, Al from Sherman Park, I would love to continue to have this. Now, to answer your question, I, now, I'm not going to discount the reality that there is bias in this country. There's, there's bias all over the world. But I, I'm just trying to understand... Let's let's not even because Al, you're you're a man of moral obligation. You certainly don't demonstrate any type of, and I'm doing the wink de- mm, bias. Right. So again, if the tables were on the other side, Barack Hussein Obama would have had these similar charges. Denise, this, I mean, this is just this. It's it it screams cult. That's that's all it screams because anybody who's defends Trump, you are, they always get in the same, it's the same patterns with them and it's the same narratives with them. It's like, oh, they're coming after him. It mm-hmm. only, it's only political. Well, you, you, there's a, cause I, I, I was, I was, when I was arguing, going back and forth with people about this stuff, I talked to some of my financial people and I was asking them about the banking industry and how all this stuff works mm-hmm. again. Now I'm a private client because of the amount of money I have invested at the bank. Right. So my, I don't I don't get the same treatment that somebody else does when they go to the bank, right? I don't have to go through the same stuff. But I, I'm with you. But you know that Trump, you have to sign. You still have to sign papers like everybody else, and you check that little box that says everything here mm-hmm. is correct. I'm a I'm I'm verifying. Yes, all this information I put is correct. Meaning, what you think your building is worth now? It's just it's interesting to me when people who support certain leaders. That obviously do whatever they want because they know they can, to your point. Right. And they're, people and are going to defend them. And then, well, and then when stuff goes south, it's like, oh, he, he told you who he was. He showed you who he was. He told you who he was. You accepted it. It's kind of like, you know, when you date somebody and you're like, they told you up front. Like, the, okay, we talked about the five heartbeats. Mm-hmm. Remember the beginning where uh, I forget Leon's uh, character's name. And he was looking for some women that he was going to mess with that night. Yeah, yeah. And the, the girlfriend who ended up marrying him, she was like, 
you know, you bring me up here and you're treating me like a so-and-so and, you know, I'm a lady. They end up, you know what, right, anyway. Right, right. Well, he ended up sleeping with his brother's duck's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, everybody was like, how could she have stayed with him? He let her know from day one who he is. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not tripping off of anybody who wants to Trump or Trump, who wants to support <laughs> Trump. All I'm saying I is am. that he, he is letting you know who he is as a leader. And he's mad that he didn't win last time. And he's already told you on television that the first day he's in office, he's going to be like on that Martin episode when Martin went to his high school reunion and was looking for pretty Ricky and all them. It was like, yeah, he has a list. Man. He has a list. And by the way, again, for those that are just, you know, so gung ho about Trump. It, do you think that Trump would go and have a, a, a beer or a dinner with you? Uh, you try to get near Trump, he's going to call the security on you. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So, But you can go ahead, keep loving him, send him your hey, money. He's letting you know who he is, so if you love Bail him. Bail him out. We're going to go to break. We come back. I think we're going to be, are we going to our truth of the matter when we come back, Ben? All right, I appreciate y'all bearing with me because I'm still on jet lag. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. We'll be back. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I know earlier Tony and I were, were talking about the power of dreaming big. However, to Tony's point, faith without work is dead. The work starts every day and you don't have to take big steps. Just take it day by day by doing little things that are in alignment with what the ultimate dream is. So, for example, when I knew I wanted to start the effective communication coach business, I just started reaching out to organizations and saying, hey, I'll do it for free. So use your gift. Talk to other people who are doing what you want to do and doing a good job at it. And just take every day, one day at a time. But but make sure you are focused on what that prize looks like. Manifest it. It will come. I'm a witness. Yeah, and I'm on a, I'm on that same uh, line of thinking. And when you see, you look at yourself. All right, I'm I'm not where I want to be right now. Maybe maybe you're at rock bottom, whatever, and it seems like a big task to get out of it. Right? It is a big task, but that's why you don't tackle it as a whole problem. You break it down, and you take care take care of it part by part. Uh, like you know, for, for like me, when I'm a kid, I'm a kid in Milwaukee. I'm trying to get to the NBA. Everybody's trying to get to the NBA, right? Everybody's trying to get there. There's only uh, a handful of jobs so available. Every year, though, so everybody's not going to get there. So, what do you, what do you, what are you willing to do to get to where you want to go to? That becomes really what it boils down to. And for me, it's you got to make sacrifices. We know that. Like, all right, like maybe you can't be out partying. Maybe you can't be hanging out with your friend. You can't do it right now because you're not in that situation. For me, uh, I'm not partying. 
right? I'm not going out drinking. I haven't had a drink my whole That's life. That's so true. Discipline. That's I haven't a big had a part drink of my it. Whole, entire life. Uh, so I'm not at the clubs. I'm not partying. I'm I'm doing what I have to do. I'm doing my schoolwork. I'm doing uh, my workouts. I'm I'm doing all that. I'm staying focused, eyes on the prize. I'm not getting distracted by what looks like to be some fun over here. But if that fun is going to take me off of what I'm really trying to get at, the ultimate fun, which is how I'm living right now, how my life is right now, that's the ultimate fun. Hey, you know, so that's what you gotta that stay focused on. Like DT said, it's, it's one day at a time. You can't look too far far in the future because it's going to seem too big. Celebrate Just keep the small it one day wins. at a time. Yep. <laughs> Well, y'all, up next, you got nine more hours of live consecutive Black Talk Radio. We're going to be back tomorrow, y'all. Hopefully, Telly, y'all send some some prayers and some good vibes out for Telly so he can heal quickly and quit bringing these cooties to the studio. Because if I cough (laughs) one time a day, it's going to be on with me and Telly tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Love y'all. Make it a great day. Tell somebody you love them. And just go out there and win. It's coming, y'all. Win. Dream big, win big. All I do is, go ahead, Tony. That's my theme song. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace out.